0: guys and welcome back to another episode of food school smarter stronger Lena podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better guys today is day number four of our nutrition essentials week we're talking this week about uh, nutrients and foods that uh, you need to include in a simple way into your daily diet into your daily meal plan so you feel your best you look your best and you invest into your short and long term health with every bite of food. So this week we already talked about protein. You know the kinds, uh, how much you need, uh, where you you're gonna get it, uh, how to eat it in a simple way uh, on different diets. Uh, we talked about fats, essential fats, where to eat them, how to eat them uh, on a daily basis, and what fats might not be so good for you. We also talked about fiber and different kinds of fibers and different kinds of foods that I eat that uh, you might look into to include uh, different kinds of fiber and maximize fiber content in your uh, diet. Because as we talked about yesterday, fiber is super, super important to feed that um ecosystem in our gut that is bigger than our brain. Uh, so we talked about all of this, guys, and today we're going to uh, take it, uh, we're going to make it a little bit lighter um, before we jump into another heavier with nutrition information episode. Uh, so today we are talking about two principles that you want to practice Um Every single day to maximize nutrient content in your foods to prevent common uh, deficiencies that might result in um, health issues, energy issues, mental issues, so many things will go wrong. They not just can go wrong, they will go wrong when we consistently not eating essential nutrients, maybe essential um, amino acids or proteins or fatty acids uh, or certain vitamins and minerals, or we constantly not eating very much fiber at all. So, so many things can happen. Uh, and there are two principles, guys, that I always recommend to everyone to focus on, to prevent those things uh, in a simple way, um, as much as possible. And those two principles are very, very simple, guys. Number one, Uh, stick to whole foods. Uh, And number two is variety among uh, all the foods, all the food groups. And let's talk a little bit uh, in detail about each of them. So whole foods, why eating whole foods, not products, not fortified products, not some uh, extracts, not refined foods, you know. Uh, For example, what is a refined food? Refined food is a food that was uh, changed uh, in a major way from its original source, and it lacks some of its components. Like, for example, uh, whole grain, uh, when we take, let's take wheat, right? Wheat, a uh, whole grain is a grain that is preserved in its form and uh, its appearance as much as possible. And maybe you cook it via, I don't know, making a porridge from it or steaming or um, in some other way. So this is whole grain. This is whole food where everything is preserved. Now, when you make it into flour uh, and you remove a certain aspects of it, uh, you, we already start removing things when we cook it, right? Or when we dry it to preserve it. So we remove a lot of moisture, for example, right? So it doesn't go bad. You no, know, like fungi grows on those grains. So we already, um, in the process of altering that whole food. But the more we alter it, the more and more parts are lost, the more and more chances there are that we're going to lose some part that is essential for our health. Uh, And... um... When it comes to, for example, making a porridge from whole grain, preserving absolutely every part, or making a flour and making into some industrial kind of bread, uh, so the refinement making it into flour, even though maybe, you know, it's whole grain and all parts were preserved in that flour, the refinement process, the way then how it's delivered into our mouth and into our gut, uh, it's also like some function has been lost and so now our blood sugar levels might be compromised because we refined the product so much so another example probably better more visual example is orange eating a whole orange and drinking a glass of orange juice made from the same orange like on uh on a surface it seems like okay you remove the fiber but the rest is intact right well Kind of yes, kind of no. When you make juice, you start exposing all the vitamins uh, already to uh, oxygen and to light. And uh, even if you drink it right away, there is something going to be lost when it comes to vitamins and nutrients already. But then, of course, you're not getting fiber and you are not chewing the orange and so part of the process of, eat, of eating as nature designed it was lost. And so now your digestion that starts actually with chewing in your mouth is lost. And now when you drink that orange juice, your body is, does not respond the way it would respond to orange. Your blood sugar will go up by a lot uh, in most cases. And then you're, there can be more insulin released and there are going to be a whole range of different metabolic processes happening, uh, when you consume orange juice compared to eating a whole orange. Plus your satiety level is going to be nowhere near where it could be with orange because, you know, chewing, uh, slow down movement of that orange through your digestive tract. All of that going to contribute to you feeling <clears throat> fuller, whereas orange juice you drink it and you're basically hungry right away after you drink it. And so some part of that entity called orange is obviously lost in that orange juice and our eating's eating habits and what we <clears throat> get from that orange eventually. Uh, and how it's going to affect our eating habits overall, something can be lost, and uh, our eating habit is going to be, and our health is going to be affected, not in a positive way. And so the more we refine things, even though we might then fortify it or maybe enhance with adding some additional nutrients, something is lost. And the the thing is, we... We don't really understand how food works in a human body just yet, not fully. And so when we refine something, when we create products from scratch we're really doing a lot of experiments and we don't really know the end results. Like what's going to happen to us if we consume these products manufactured and heavily refined products? What's going to happen to us in 20, 30 years? We really don't know. And for that reason, sticking to whole foods to have a more balanced diet is very, very important. And at least now from all the data we have, uh, there is even um in Brazil, uh, food food guidelines that were created based on refinement of foods or procession of foods. So basically, the more foods process, the more they are advised against in food guidelines in Brazil. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, they were created in Brazil. I'm not sure how active they are now, but um, there is a whole body of evidence of understanding that whole foods the more we eat it the better we are the more refined and altered in some way foods we have the worse health outcomes we seem to get and from the perspective of having a balanced diet of different nutrients uh eating whole foods that also will guarantee you to a much better degree that you're gonna be getting all of the nutrients you need and gonna be uh getting getting less negative consequences of different um, of of eating uh, refined products, so that number one, whole foods important, guys, to balance your hunger, your satiety, and your nutrient balance. And then speaking about nutrient of nutrient balance, uh, what is also very important is to eat variety of foods. Um, these days there are so many diets, you know, it's like almost uh, every second person is not eating something or trying to avoid something, gluten dairy, um, the plant-based, you know, people avoiding animal products, all kinds of vegetarians when, you know, eating eggs but not eating fish, uh, all kinds of lacto over vegetarians, like uh, car- carnivores, people who avoid plants, <laughs> so uh, people who avoid plants because of carbohydrates, you know, and low-carbon keto diets, paleo people who avoid certain plants but not other plants, uh, so there are a, there is a whole range of people who are avoiding stuff and um i myself uh, not consuming for example uh industrial milk but that's you know because it's processed and defined and because human digestion actually from what we know is not really ideal to metabolize a uh, whole milk whole cow's milk after we mature but anyhow so um i there is all these elimination diets. But uh, the negative side of all this elimination that not so many people talk about is that with every food group you eliminate you eliminate a certain range of nutrients like if you decide to go completely plant based 100 plant plant based diet you eliminate so much guys uh not i'm not even talking about protein yeah obviously you can get uh with a good meal plan uh, all kinds of amino acids and proteins but i'm talking about all these you know vitamins that are more available in uh animal foods um let's say omega 3 epa DHAs like we talk about when we talked about fats we talked about that how important it is to get fatty fish so guess what not we what vegans aren't getting unless they're supplementing they're not getting those uh, omega 3s EPAs and DHAs from uh, fatty fish <clears throat> guess what else uh dairy products fermented dairy products are amazing sources of calcium and calcium is not just important for your bones and teeth although those things are hugely important calcium is important for our um, mental uh, performance and our muscle performance because every time we need to contract a muscle every time our neurons need to communicate they need calcium as electrolyte so calcium is also a performance mineral and when you're going plant-based, you are not getting much of it and um, you gotta supplement. Otherwise, there are going to be negative health consequences, right? Um, someone on a carnivore diet, obviously not getting fiber and we have trillions of bacteria in our gut and not feeding them ever. Uh, I didn't think it's a good idea. Like we don't have exact data yet, but you know, there is a whole ecosystem bigger than your brain in your gut and you're not feeding it and it's there for a reason. So Probably might not be a good idea If you eliminate a lot of carbohydrate uh, A lot of plant foods Because of carbohydrate content Well, you also eliminate a huge amount uh, A range of different nutrients That are harder to get from other foods Not impossible but harder. And if you're on a keto diet and most of your calories come from fat, like basically 80% of your calories come from fat, well, fat doesn't have much nutrient by itself. Uh, it's very nutrient poor, but energy dense. And you're missing out on a lot of other nutrients. And the point being, the more foods you eliminate, the less variety in your uh, diet when it comes to whole foods, the the more there is chance the more there is a chance that you're going to be uh, lacking a lot of nutrients and over the course of several months uh, sometimes years you know human body is very resilient you might develop some major uh, health of issues and health conditions some of them might not even be reversible like you know like b12 deficiency um at some point nerve damage can be so severe that there is no going back like you are damaged in a way uh your nervous system is damaged uh, for life um at least um, as far as we know right now um and the point being again the less variety the more you eliminate certain foods, and also the less whole foods you eat in general, the more processed you, the more processed foods you eat. So there is bigger chance of you getting a lot of deficiencies that gonna result in health consequences, in mental health issues, uh, in uh, you not being as fast when it comes to thinking and idea generation, and your physical performance and your fitness and maintenance of ideal body weight and hormonal systems. So many things will go wrong when you don't have a variety of nutrients in your diet on a regular basis. And uh, how do we make sure that we have variety of nutrients in in our diet. We eat variety of foods, as simple as that. And we talked about, guys, protein-rich foods. We talked about fiber-rich foods. We talked about fat-rich foods, some of them. But uh, what you want to understand is uh, in each of those groups, you want to always somehow include variety. Like how I do this is uh, every time I go to a store, uh, I make sure to pick up a few things from different food groups. Like if I'm shopping for protein-rich foods, I'm going to buy not just chicken, not just meat, uh, not just fish. Uh, I'm going to buy some eggs, some fish, some shellfish like mussels uh, or other Clams or something like that, maybe oysters or maybe shrimp. Uh, I'm gonna buy some um, lamb or some other red meat. I'm gonna buy some organ meats like chicken livers or whatever is available. Uh, I'm gonna buy some eggs. I'm, I'm, I can buy some poultry, like maybe duck meat. And again, poultry, not just chicken, there is also duck, there is also turkey. Uh, there are all kinds of fish that might be in your part of the world. And um, then if I shop for vegetables, then I pick up different kinds of vegetables. So if I see vegetables, vegetable that is in the season and I haven't tried it before or for a while, I'm going to pick it up and learn how to cook it. You know, we have Google, we have YouTube. You can learn how to cook a vegetable in two minutes, whatever vegetable that might be. Like yesterday, I tried new, not vegetable, but shellfish. I did not even know the name of it because I got it in an Asian store and everything was in Chinese, but it said... Uh, in English, it said that it's cooked, and I just need to uh, basically defrost it and eat it. Uh, I also heat it up with my vegetables. But they were quite delicious, and I still don't know what they are. But, you know, shellfish is usually, as a rule of thumb, high in nutrients, so I got it. And, and now I can get it again without even knowing the name of it. Uh, that's the beauty of our food system. But the main messages, is, uh, main takeaway here, guys, is you want to introduce... You want to introduce as much variety as possible to every of the food groups that you eat. If it's if you eat beans and lentils, like I absolutely love those, then eat some different ones um, on a regular basis. I might buy um, a can of uh, garbanzo beans, or chickpeas, uh, red beans, black beans. Uh, I also found recently black uh, chickpeas that I that I didn't even know existed. Um, lentils, different kinds, green and brown and orange. Uh, if you eat rice, that it can be wild and brown and white and all kinds of uh, colors, herbs and spices, the same. So in every food group, introduce different varieties like also for example yogurts i'm a huge fan of yogurt i absolutely love yogurt and i eat cow's yogurt i eat sheep yogurt i eat goat yogurt whatever animal i find i'm going to eat that yogurt <laughs> so that's the idea and believe it or not guys all these different yogurts have slightly different nutritional profile um you know, between different foods, some foods are a lot different. Some foods are, um, a little bit more alike than different. You know, Brussels sprouts and broccoli. Uh, they have quite different nutritional profile of spinach compared to Brussels sprouts. Not all green has the same vitamins and minerals. So that's the idea, guys. Eat a variety of whole foods. Among all food groups, keeping mind, in mind the um, amount of protein you need to eat, the amount of fiber, as we talked about uh, on our previous episodes this week, uh, then um, among fatty foods, also choose variety. You know, eat your walnuts, but also eat your uh, Brazil nuts for selenium, your sunflower seeds for vitamin E, the highest source. Uh, eat some other nuts and seeds like uh, almonds or pecans, some macadamia nuts or pistachios. All of them have different nutrients and are good for you for different reasons. So variety of whole foods, this is your shortcut to the most nutrient, balanced, the healthiest diet for all of your organs and systems in your body. Of course, unless you have some, you know, severe allergy. If you, uh, you know, if you can die from eating peanuts, don't eat peanuts, you know, <laughs> eat other foods. There are There is a whole range of other foods besides peanuts. Um, but you get the idea. If certain foods are safe for you to eat, eat as many kinds of those whole foods as possible. And I'm not not talking about products or eat different kinds of cookies. Don't eat cookies. Eat whole foods, eat variety of them, and and you're going to be in a much better shape than like 90, I don't know, 5% of the people walking on our planet today eating all these processed foods. And that's why we are getting fatter and sicker as a society. Um, That's the takeaway message today. Whole foods, variety of them, and you're going to get a lot, a lot of nutrients that will help you to prevent deficiencies, possible deficiencies down the road, and they will help you, will contribute to your short and long-term health and well-being and performance. And thank you for listening, guys. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, stay tuned for tomorrow. I'm, go, I'm also going to be announcing a masterclass, protein masterclass that I'm doing on Saturday on zoom and it's all targeted uh, towards preserving lean body mass or preserving muscle while, um, fasting or doing a lot of exercise and being on a diet. So protein masterclass is coming. Uh, I'm going to announce the details tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for, um, for another amazing episode about nutrient-dense foods to fortify and really like enhance nutrition uh, of your meal plan. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. And guys, thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for listening. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.